You've got it tuned to the rendezvous. Bonjour, bonsoir, Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. We talk about love, we talk about your relationships, we talk about my relationships, my friend relationships, with a little bit of joie de vivre, aka joy of life. Talking of friends and love, I have a, a story and a question. A dear friend of mine goes online dating and really looking for true love, a husband and, and maybe the father of her kids coming. And she called me earlier and she said that she met that fabulous guy on one of those websites that she goes to. The only thing is, she went on two dates and on the third one, found out he did not say something super important on the first two dates and really asked me, should I give him a third chance or should I break up with him? You want to know what he didn't say. That's coming up next on The Rendezvous. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. So I got, a, I got a story and a question. A dear friend of mine, she goes online dating, looking for the one man she wants to marry, have kids with. She's very dedicated and very motivated. Anyway, they went on two dates, went really well. She called me, Simon, this guy is great, this, that, great chemistry. And then she just called me then after that because she went on a third date. And then he said that he has been married twice before and have two kids. She went berserk on him. She said, oh, how can you tell me just now? I had no idea. I've told you, you know, all about my life. How can you wait for so long? I'm so disappointed. And then she asked me that question. If someone omits such important information on the first or second date, but everything else is honest and is a good guy, the fact not to say you've been married twice in workout and you have already two kids, is that a deal breaker for you? That's what she asked me. She said, Simon, I don't want to see him again because I feel like if I couldn't trust him for that, I could never trust him for other things. And what I said to her was, he did not lie. He just took his time to tell you the story of his life. So wait and see. Please don't break up with him. It's hard to find a good guy. Yes, he could have told you that on the first date. Yes, on the second date, and it waited the third date, and you feel like, you know, he played you. But what do you have to lose to get to know him? And then she kind of calmed down. She said, I see what you mean. I said, listen, the whole point is, if someone's omits something, is he lying to you, A, or B, is just in needs of more time to get ready to tell you something that might be embarrassing to him? And let's be honest. Don't we all have an embarrassing story or two that we don't want to share right away? I have mine. I'm sure you have yours. She had hers, and this guy had it too. So if you want to know what I said at the end as an advice of what to do, I'll tell you next on The Rendezvous. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. So my friend just, you know, meet that guy. They go on two dates. On the third date, he finally tells her, hey, I've been married twice and I have two kids for my previous marriage. And she exploded. Went bizarre. Bazooka. So when that happened, she reached out to me and she said, Simon, what do you think? I said, listen, you can always find a reason why an omission is wrong. But since it's not something about health, since you have not any ulala, since all of this is just timing, respect the honesty and give him a chance. And she agreed. And I'm so glad they did. Because what matters is at the end, we share it when we are ready to share it. I'm in a close studio with my producers, and my producer, Jill, is not happy with my answer. So I'm going to ask Jill what she really thinks about this advice. That's next on The Rendezvous. 
Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Listen, uh, here's the story. My friend goes on two dates. And on the third date, she found out finally that guy, who was great, had two kids from two previous marriages. And she went bizarre. She was like bazooka. Things got crazy. And she said, oh, my God, how can you wait so long? I said to her, he just omitted he was not ready yet. My producer, Jill, was right in front of me, shakes her heads. What's up with that, Jill? Yeah, I just think he should have told her on the first date. I have two kids. I've been married before. These are important things that you should know. Agreed, but it's not the end of the world. You wait the third day to say those things. It's a lie. No, it's an omission. It's a lie of omission. No, it's an omission because you need time to maybe say how difficult was those times in your life. I just think that honestly in life, we all have things that are not so exciting or we are proud of. Me first. Listen, I have a long list. Sometimes it takes me months. I've made many mistakes. I'm not going to say all my life in one date. I mean, come on. Anyway, you call that next on The Rendezvous. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. When you have a question, you call me, 855-905-8255. Let me go to Regina on the line. Bonjour, Regina. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What is going on? What's up? So, I'm dating this guy, and he's a lot older than me. Um, I'm 30, and he's going to turn 50 this year. Mm-hmm. We've been seeing each other for about, like, two, three months, and I feel I really like him, and I feel like I'm starting to fall for him, but I'm just not sure if this is, like, too much of an age gap. He's, like, divorced. He's got two kids, you know, from his previous marriage. All right. And he's actually had a vasectomy, so he doesn't want to have any more kids. And I just, I don't know if that's going to be a deal breaker for me, you know. You want to have kids? I don't know. Right now, I'm not thinking about that. Okay. So before I answer, Regina, how happy are you with him right now? Like eight to nine. Pretty good. Uh, Yeah. So here's my advice. It's not going to be conventional, but I believe that we live in the present, that some of the relationship we will have, some relationships are just about here and now. It's the carpe diem. It is the joy of life, la joie de vivre. It is that in life, sometimes not last forever. You're not going to have kids with him, obviously. And in a year, you might not be with him. But you will have no regrets. Because spending time with somebody you really like and makes you feel really good is a miracle in life. And so I could discourage you and be very serious and all that. But first of all, my parents have 16 years of of age difference and been married for 54 years. But my father had no vasectomy, so they had three kids. And two, (laughs) I've been raised by parents who are all about the here and now. Mm. One life, c'est la vie. And so, Regina, my advice is date him, love him, have fun. And if it doesn't go the whole way, it's okay. You would have in your memory a wonderful relationship. And that is precious in life because that's all we have at the end. Memories and good times to remember. Okay? Okay. All right. Great. Thanks. Thank you so much. Anytime. Good luck to you, Regina. Enjoy. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I don't sound conventional when I say it, but, you know, could you see yourself having a great relationship that you know will not last? Let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Could you see yourself having a relationship that you know would not last? Would you get into something like this because it feels good, because you're into the moment? I could. Now, I know it's not conventional. I'm from France. You hear that thick accent. You know where I'm from. And we're all about romance here and now. In America, we're very about, you know, where it's coming next. Am I going to get together forever? Everybody's looking for that one. In France, it's a little bit different in that matter that 
if you date a man or woman you love or you like and you don't advance because of the age difference or maybe because of kids or because whatever the reasons are that it's not going to last but you know it may be a great year of life even if you cry at the end all of us French people would say 99% yes I'll give it a chance I'm all about here and now when it comes to life actually this is also my story this is how I live my life I mean I've never been married but I've had wonderful relationships. Uh, let's talk about that. I'll share some of my stories next on The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonsoir. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. You know, I'm just talking about would you, if you knew a story would not last, get into a relationship just because it feels good? Can I be honest? I've been living that life for the last, I don't know, 30 years. I've never been married. I've never been engaged yet. I have loved, I have cried, I have those stories that are the treasure of my life. Maybe not conventional, but I have no regrets on that one because it's all about for me here and now. I'm not obsessed by where are things going. I'm only interested in how happy me and my partner are today and here and now. In the sense, you have to accept rejection. You have to accept the tears to have the smile. But that's how I've lived my life. Maybe strange to you, but I wanted to be honest. 855-905-8255. The you calls are next on The Rendezvous. Bonjour, welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. I love romance. There's no relationships that can live without romance. So I've always said, share your story with me. And actually, I'm going to go to Alana, who is on the line. Bonjour, Alana. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. <laughs> Uh, you have a romantic story for me? Simon, I absolutely love your show, and I love hearing about these romantic stories. Yes, I have one of Thank my you. own. Oh, good. Yes. Tell so, me. So, my husband now, mm -hmm. many years ago, we were very good friends, and I talked to him on the phone every night. Anytime a guy broke my heart, he was the guy that I called, and I liked him, but I was so terrified of losing him mm -hmm. that... I wanted to stay friends. So every time he told me that he liked me, I said, sorry, I don't feel that way. And finally I went away to college mm -hmm. and it became harder and harder for me. So we would talk on the phone every night before going to bed. And there was one night that I was feeling really down and he said, you know, is everything okay? I said, I just, I really wish you were here. He said, you know what? I got to go. I'll talk to you in the morning. And mm -hmm. I thought, okay, well, that's weird. He usually stays on the phone longer. So I went to sleep and I woke up to the doorbell and it was about eight in the morning okay. and it's a five hour drive from home to where I went away for school. When I opened the door, he was at my door. Get out of here. Yes. And the thing is, he didn't have a car. He had a motorcycle and it was raining and he drove straight wow. to see me. And I said, what are you doing here? And he said, you said, I wish you were here and I'm here. And I was just blown away. And yeah. he's like, look, I've been driving basically for five hours and I'm super tired, but I'm just going to say it. Like, I'm in love with you and I, I want to be with uh, you. And we've been together ever since. And um, we're married. And that so, gesture just, it meant everything to me. Listen, this guy, it's an inspiration to be, to, no, it really is. Because we forget that. We live in the time of, you know, everything is extremely fast. And then a the guy does that. 
I, I'm inspired again. I mean, just raise oh, the bar for so all of us. Great. Thank you. I'm glad I could share it. Certainly. I mean, thank you for sharing it and calling the rendezvous. Thank you so much and have a good night. You too, Simon. Bye-bye. Bye. This love story honestly just inspired me more and more. I got a question in an email sent to me at therendezvousshow.com and that's next on The Rendezvous. Stay with me. Thank you for listening to Le Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. When you have a question, either you call me or you email me at therendezvousshow.com and my web producer, Trisha, will read it out loud. Bonjour, Trisha. Yes, bonjour. So this is an Instagram DM. and You can reach out to us at The Rendezvous Show on Instagram. And this is from Chris. And then he says, my girl brings her dog with her everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's the most annoying dog in the world. <laughs> It's one of those yappy little dogs that never shuts up, and it drives me nuts, but she won't go anywhere without it. It even sleeps in bed with us and prevents us from having the ooh-la-la. I want to tell her that I'm not cool with it, but I know she's not going to be happy about it. If you were in my situation, what would you do? Chris, I've been in the exact same situation, and I'm going to share with you what I did next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. I got this DM on my Instagram, at The Rendezvous Show, from Chris. He says he's dating this girl, but she's really annoying him because she has this terrible, annoying dog uh, with her all the time. She lets him in the bed, in the bedroom, the ooh-la-la is suffering. And, you know, he's wondering, you know, he likes the girl a lot, but he's had enough, really. And he asked me, what should I do? So, Chris, the thing is, I've been in your shoes. I dated a woman. She had also the most annoying dog ever who once tried to even bite my derriere. True story. So I've changed my mind about this. Privacy excludes dog, meaning that when we go private, the dog should be out of the bedroom because when it's time for ooh who in the world wants an animal in the bedroom? You don't want to be bitten in the derriere like I almost did. So follow my advice on this one. I think she will agree to that. And new questions and new calls are next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous, Simon Marcel. And I've got Kevin on the line. Bonjour, Kevin. Hey, bonjour. How you doing? Bonjour, bonjour. What's going on? What's up, Kevin? Um, my wife loves to throw parties. And they're always, they're always kind of elaborate. And she's sure. good at it. Um, she's an exceptional planner, and so she's usually the one handling all that stuff, and uh, I don't mind it. What's been happening lately, though, is that she's a fairly busy career woman. Mm-hmm. So because she says, oh, yeah, sure, we'll do the party, and the next thing I know, my day, my schedule has gone off the rails because I'm taking care of everything she can't get done. And uh, I don't know how to approach this without upsetting her, per se. I don't want to tell her, no, don't throw parties anymore. But how can she find a way to better plan this so that I'm not becoming resentful, that every time she wants to have a gathering, that all of a sudden I'm becoming a mule, and that she can figure out a way to carry her side of the weight for what she wants to do as well. Okay. Have you had this conversation before? Kind of. I, I wouldn't say I've probably, I think I've laid it out quite as intricately as I have with you. And it's more like saying in passing, like, you know, I really wish you could give me a hand with some of this stuff. And she's apologetic and okay. acknowledges that it's difficult, but usually doesn't have the bandwidth to help me out. Okay. So I think the way to approach this is really just like actually you did it with me is that, first of all, at the right time, I mean, timing is everything for tough conversations right. or serious conversations. So you'll know when she's in a really good mood and you two in a good mood, you sit down and you just go, listen, I admire all your skills. 
I don't have as many skills. So you put yourself in that situation. <laughs> and, you know, guys don't multitask. You have a talent, I admire, honey, but I need together to plan things from the get-go because you're way more talented than I am at all of this. And I end up yeah. by feeling that I'm not, you know, following up as I should. And why don't we team up on this? Every time we want to do together, let's just talk about it prior to this together so that me having not this multitasking talent will not get in the way of our parting and vice versa. I will not feel overwhelmed by the load of work. Right. And then you talk softly and a good sense of humor. And just remember, all of us men cannot multitask. Women can. <laughs> it's just a fact. I've always said to my ex, my, my girlfriends, the same thing. You know, sometimes, hey, we are limited there. We we only have two hands. Women have like talents we don't have. So that's my approach on this. Okay. Okay, I'll, I'll give it a shot, man. All right. Good luck to you, Kevin. It'll be fine. Thanks, buddy. More rendezvous next. Bonsoir and welcome back to the rendezvous. You know, I what what a great night. Thank you for having your evening with me. Thank you for all the questions. You know, it's interesting. I've been doing this show for six years and there's not one night the same. Every story is different. Every love story is different. Every time I just learn something. And it just as a host, it feels great to know that every night I learn something that also helps me. You know, I share my my view of romance with you and, and my answers, but I also learned from you too, so thank you for that. Uh, one thing also, I, we have this new podcast. I don't know if you heard it. It's called La Confession, a.k.a. La Confession with the French accent. You can find it on Our Heart Radio app. It's the longer version on one topic, really, of what we talk about together here on The Rendezvous. I don't know if you heard this episode. Is jealousy healthy or destructive for a relationship? Many, many great episodes, so check it out. Thank you so much again for spending your night with me. Thank you for the emails and, and, and leave me your voicemail, 855-905-8255-247, and I'll be back tomorrow. Have a good night. Bonne nuit, les petits. The Rendezvous Show.